0: Log Talk Radio. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son.
1: Whom I love. You, I am well pleased. Mark 1 11. There ain't no practice runs in life.
0: And that is right. This is not a test. Yeah. It's the...
1: Real thing. It's
0: the Christcast 2020. My name is Jason Dias, alongside... Kiki Culpepper. From our super secret location somewhere in Uptown, New Braunfels.
1: I still don't like how you say Uptown, because there is no Uptown here. I live the in the a valley. River. Yes, I live, you do. And I live lower than you do.
0: But up here, we're kind of up high. Well, well,
1: Anything's up high from my house. Though. That is
0: true. Well, when I say uptown, folks, I mean on the map. It is north of where I live. And Kiki's right. We, we are doing this show from a very modest place, right? Nothing yeah. too fancy. Nothing too fancy. Hey, folks, uh, notwithstanding our geographical uh, rapture there, it's uh, two generations with?
1: One mission. And
0: don't forget, just search Christcast 2020 or say?
1: Alexa, play Christcast 2020 podcast.
0: And you can hear the show just like that. I actually li- listened to it on the TV the other day. I have a smart TV. And so you can actually say it into the little remote control, Ooh. and you can sort of watch the Christ cast. You don't see pictures of us. Oh, and I'm
1: sorry if we're saying it, and like your Alexa picks up on <laughs> us saying
0: it. That's right, because that does happen, by the way. Um, hey, last week I was thinking about this. I said we sort of had our pizza wars last <laughs> week. I actually reached out to Villanova Pizza, so um, this time next week I'll probably have some nice gift cards that we can give away, yeah. so our listeners can decide just exactly who has the best pizza in. New Braunfels, Texas because I can't make that claim anymore because I trust Kiki implicitly and I don't know. Which might I, not
1: be a good idea. <laughs> well, I
0: haven't been there, so hey, maybe you know something I don't know. But anyway, I thought it's cool, even in a town like New Braunfels, which I don't think anybody would confuse with a big city, that we have a lot of choices.
1: Yeah, we have a good amount of choices for almost anything. Yeah,
0: really for anything. So you got a lot of choices for pizza, burgers, and everything. But what I thought about is in life you only have...
1: One choice mm. for eternal life, which is Jesus,
0: that's right, Jesus Christ. And so you heard Kiki say last week. you said well i I put in the Facebook post that Kiki's the most honest podcaster. As we wrap up our show this season, I'm going to start putting in some clips of my favorite Kiki moments.
1: Of me probably just roasting you <laughs> on the show. Roasting me and
0: roasting other people. So one of my favorite memories is we were doing a basketball game oh, and Mark so Mark, Mark Hampton, a realtor, had donated $20 and I said, we want to thank Mark Hampton for his $20 donation and Kiki said, well, that's not much. So It's just that ability to say yes. what you're thinking, which I love. I love that. About. I'm
1: brutally honest. Yes,
0: brutally honest, which is refreshing. In our, in our contemporary.
1: Because everyone sugarcoats yes, everything. Yes, they do, and
0: some things can't be sugarcoated. And if you think there's another way to get to God other than Jesus Christ, I can't sugarcoat it. It's no. not going to happen. Honestly, Maybe. when
1: people say sugarcoat, I always think of a gumdrop. <laughs> but I was like, some people need it to be a strong peppermint stick in life of gumdrop. <laughs> I
0: agree. But my point being that last week on the show, when I mentioned that Kiki had been in private school since pre-K, Kiki kind of went, Now, folks, the only reason I point that out is not to embarrass Kiki, but no. it's honesty. It's not easy, is it? It's not easy getting... No. I mean...
1: There's many stereotypes that come with it, and a lot of people are like... Oh, I go to a Christian school. That's good enough, isn't it?
0: Yes, that's what I mean. And it's, and it's tough. There aren't buses. you got to get yourself there a lot of the times. Yeah. It is, and it's, it's hard work. It's hard work being a Christian, period, much less going to a Christian school in between the Sundays of, of, the, of the calendar week. But like I said, Kiki also said all questions will be answered. And so I did get a question over the summer um, aimed uh, directed at you, and it was, hmm. what advice would you give to people when they see non-christian behavior at a christian school
1: honestly i would just being a christian you kind of have to just talk to them you have to be honest with them saying hey i know we go to a christian school and whatnot but it's like you still have to hold each other accountable for your actions no matter what you do like no matter where you are whether you're in public in school or even in church you're like hey that wasn't very nice that's not very christian it's like it may sound rude, but that's kind of what Jesus called us to do. He yelled the, he yelled <laughs> at the Pharisees with their tables, yes. saying, "No, you're wrong. Yep. That's not right.
0: You hypocrites. Yes, he didn't sugarcoat that no. at all. In fact, we can't
1: sugarcoat can't stuff sugarcoat in this. No. It's like even if if you sugarcoat stuff, people are like. Oh, you're so mean, so rude. It's like, no, I'm honest. Honest,
0: that's true. Being honest is not the same as being rude, and that is a distinction that a lot of people—no offense—in your generation don't understand. People
1: are so like soft-skinned. And in my super generation.
0: sensitive. They wouldn't have done so well back in the first century when uh, the Romans were telling the Christians, "Hey, that's enough of this gospel nonsense. Because we decided we're just gonna start killing Honestly, all you people." Oh, that's why I feel out. like
1: I belong in a later generation because. <laughs> I'm I'm just like
0: Well you're a little more mature than some people in, in your generation. That's good. Well listen folks, if you are if you're thinking about this Christian thing and you wanna read a one of the gospels and only one that moves really quickly, have we got a treat for you? Because wow. the book of Mark, the second gospel, it is the shortest of the gospels and it flies by. It's action packed and we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna do it all.
1: Right after this.
0: There is an eternal truth found in the Bible. The truth of it goes on until the end of time. But for Kiki and myself, it is the final season of the Christ cast twenty twenty. Stay with us for the rest of the show and for the rest of the final season as we go from Bethlehem to Kingdom Come. Come follow me, Jesus said.
1: And I will make you fishers of men. Mark one verse.
0: 17. 17. Yes, on 17. Like, <laughs> we don't always have notes here, folks. Sometimes we have to go from memory.
1: We looked at it. We did look it up. You know, I, I like...
0: wasn't sure. Hey, let's, that's one of my absolute favorite lines. I mean, imagine, you're just there mind your own business, working your, you know, that's how people ate. You know, they were fishermen. They, they bought, yeah. they caught fish and they sold them and they ate them. And Jesus walks up and says, hey, come with me and I'll make you fishers of men. Let's talk about where we are and where that happened. Well, obviously, that happened in Galilee. But where we are in the book of Mark is long after Jesus Christ has been put to death and then rose from the grave. Uh, perhaps the first book of the New Testament to be written. We think around 55 A.D. Uh, remember our Latin phrase of the week? Anno uh, Domini. That's what that means when you hear A.D. Um, the year of our Lord, Anno Domini. I always
1: think after, after death. After death.
0: I did too. I did it too until I looked it up. Very likely written in Rome, a uh, place that I've been to for the destruction of the temple because there's no, there's no way Mark would have left out that event in 70 yeah. A.D. Um, and so that's how we date this. We know that he didn't mention the destruction of the temple. So people think maybe between 55 and 70 A.D. And let's find out about this young guy. Mark was thought to be maybe a teenager when he was eyewitness hey. to the, the uh, ministry of Jesus Christ. Let's talk about who wrote the book.
1: Well, we know Mark is the author of the book and but it's never officially named right. in the book itself but all evidence points to it being Mark but he's also referenced to, as being John Mark which is a little bit confusing because there is a John a lot of John's in the Bible too but he has many different titles throughout the New Testament not even in his own book but in other books as well but he think many think the book of Mark is based on interviews with this disciple Peter who was in prison in Rome and they were like wait what's going on here <laughs> who's who
0: I've, I've seen I've seen the chains of Saint Peter in Rome it is a fascinating thing to see and um, a lot of people believe that uh, Mark and Peter were very good friends um, John Mark's Family was very wealthy in Jerusalem. I feel
1: like all the were good friends. I think
0: they were, too. And, and a lot of people think that the Last Supper was held in the home of John Mark. When we get to Peter, which will be like right before your graduation, uh, yeah. next year in 2020, um, we're going to find out that the servants in Peter's home knew Mark just by his name. So they were obviously pretty... Pretty close. And so that's something we're going to find out later. But there are a lot of people who think that he might have been your age when he was an eyewitness to Mm. the ministry of Jesus Christ. And he might have been the person that was in the garden that night when Jesus was arrested. They tried to grab him. That's kind of a funny scene to think Uh, about in the Bible. They tried to grab him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Grabbed
0: his clothes and he had to run off and is all together from the Roman guards. And so a lot of people think that was John Mark. Now let's talk Mm. about why this book is so important. If you remember last week, the book of Matthew presents Jesus Christ as the King, the Messiah.
1: He's got like a little crown on his head.
0: Absolutely. A totally different observation in the book of Mark. He is seen instead as the servant. And so from Mark... For even the Son of Man did not come to be served.
1: But to serve and give his life as a ransom for many, which is Mark 10, verse 45. I think
0: it was also your 8th grade year. That was the theme. Theme I think that was the theme verse. I know it was one of the years. It It was
1: something. It was something. I
0: remember that. It's one of my favorite ones. Mm. The guy who can't do simple math. I love words, and I've always thought that was a beautiful verse.
1: That's why we're friends, because I'm the opposite.
0: she completes my math deficiency unlike matthew as i said which describes jesus christ as a long awaited king of israel
1: mark chose jesus as the suffering servant throughout his whole ministry saying he was the one that was laying his life down on the ground for everyone before him and after him
0: it's also kind of interesting because mark points out in the book that when jesus christ explained that to his disciples they never really understood it they did not understand that he was going to get put to death they were
1: so confused about what was happening.
0: And I'll tell you what, another show that we're going to do after the Gospels, or somewhere probably after Acts of the Apostles, we're going to tell you about these 12 disciples. And folks, if you think you're messed up in your life, Mm -mm. you've you've (laughs) never met 12 more messed up dudes than the original 12 disciples. Even
1: besides the disciples, all the people that Jesus specifically recruited even the women they were like oh those are so
0: not so great people yes and it's again the invitation for you follow me be fishers of men oh but i'm not good enough to be a christian i've got problems in my life i've done this i've done that
1: so do i so
0: do i so do I. And like I said, we're working on getting over to the jail to do a prison ministry. Uh, I've been working on that. Uh, I'm still working on it with Pastor Dale Bonham over at Oakwood. It takes a little bit of security checks and stuff like that. But, a little um,
1: security <laughs> check. Yeah,
0: so they, don't want to, they don't want to make sure I'm not you know, sneaking in Snickers bars and stuff like that to the prisoners. Reese's. Yes, Reese's would be good. Um, it shows Jesus also. I love about this book. Like I said, it's fast-paced. That's me snapping. That's not my elbow cracking like last week. It shows Jesus as being constant. <laughs> on the move. Mark uses the word immediately almost 40 times. Did you count that? Yes, it's actually 39 times, but thank you (laughs) for asking.
1: (laughs) But it mainly focuses on the works that Jesus did more than his teachings, but that's still very important for the ministry itself because a lot of people are more visual learners rather than just be like, Oh, there's a dude on the mountain talking. Talking,
0: exactly. You know, the the, the Olivet Discourse, the Sermon on the Mount. Um, Even as a professional speaker, I still, hey, we all have doubts. I don't know how you make yourself heard to 5,000 people. I believe it was like the first row said it and they passed it back. I'm sorry. I looked away from the microphone. They passed it back to the next, and the next, and the next. Um, and so it was just—it it is. It's a fast-moving book of the Bible. All the parables, all the miracles, uh, and it's really, really an interesting book to read because I do get the vibe because of its speed. Vibe. It, it, my new My new millennial, my Gen Z vocabulary here that Kiki's been teaching me.
1: I'll just have to send you a list. At but some y- point. Yes, you sent
0: me a good one. Of time. And as an example of this, and Jesus said unto him, Go thy way. Thy fate hath made thee whole.
1: And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, which is Mark 10 verse 52. Mark 10's putting out all the. Yeah, getting all
0: the. Yeah, maybe I stopped there when I was doing the research here. No, an example of Jesus healing the blind. You know, all of these things are recorded. And so, how do we apply this today? As Christians, we need to reflect the examples of Jesus as we go out and do our work. Jesus said, as a servant, more than...
1: More than a teacher. But we also need to be friends and serve others. As friends, we serve each other yeah. through God. And we serve other people who aren't even our friends. We serve our enemies with even more mm. love than we do our friends and Which family. Which tough to
0: do, let's be honest. That should yeah. be tough to do. And of course, like I said, the book is all about actions. And so another way to apply this today is
1: going out and finding those who don't believe again finding your enemies finding the people you don't really know and invite them to church bible study even to eternal life with Mm -hmm. god and jesus it's going out and because i can't remember exactly what it's from but it's go out and be doers of the words not just hearers who don't do anything we talked
0: about that last week that word when i said Go. My shoulder, actually. Go and do things. It, I know you go. You're sometimes you're at church six days a week in, tr- in terms of Christian Academy yeah. and your church and. It's, it's not enough, which is crazy to think about. Uh, he wants us to go out and do things, and um, it is something that is not easy to do. I've been approached at HEB by folks from the Jehovah Witness Church and a lady who wanted me to convert to Buddhism. And it occurred to me that very few Christians ever walk up to me in HEB and invite me to church. So it can be a tough thing to do, but Jesus is wanting us to do this. The book of Mark, like all the Gospels, and we're going to talk about this after the four books of the Gospels. We're going to do a show on why God gave us four Gospels. Gospels, and it's very, very important. The
1: series.
0: Yes. The series continues, uh, <laughs> live on the Christcast 2020. Um, but as fast-paced as this book is, it ends as all the Gospels do. It says in Mark 16:6. 6,
1: do not be alarmed, he said.
0: You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified.
1: He has risen. He is not here.
0: Not there. That tomb was empty. It's kind of
1: like a chill note. It is a chill off.
0: note. Yes, we've had vibe and we've had chill here. Yes. Wherever we are, uptown, downtown, any part of town, it's the Christ Cast 2020. Hey, we usually wrap up the show but you wouldn't believe it. As soon as we wrapped up the show, you wouldn't believe who walked in. It's our good buddy Doug Culpepper. Kiki who is? Kiki's dad. Kiki's dad. Yes. I gotta tell y'all quick show. This is like after the show. Three years ago I was at the San Antonio Airport. I was going up to Las Vegas I was miserable because I felt like a sellout. I was going out to make $1,000 giving a speech in Sin City, a place I do not like to go. It's not as cool as you think it would be. It is not as cool as you think it is, and literally it's not cool. It's actually very, very hot. And and I was just feeling like a cheapskate. Like, why don't you just go out and do a Bible study or go do a mission trip and forget about the money? And I walk into the George Gervin restaurant, and who's sitting there? I was. Yes. You remember that. I remember that so very well. Uh, I was like, hey, it's Kiki's dad. And I it just it changed my attitude. It changed everything. So um, it's our final season. You must be proud of your daughter doing this in her fifth year. I am. I was just trying to think the other day how long she'd been doing it since y'all were at Cross. And yeah. then now four years here. So yeah. it's been a while. It has been a while. Yes. Yes. And uh, it's hard to believe. I, I tell people, anybody can do this. You can go out and buy a... Uh, a blue microphone and a a phone. Uh, Do not buy those knockoff um, AirPods. AirPods. Buy the real AirPods, folks. Save your money. Buy the real AirPods. Mine fell apart last week. But thank you for letting Kiki do this show. It's really been a lot of fun for me, too. You're welcome. We enjoy letting her do it, and she she has a good time. (laughs) And of course, your dad has lent his voice and is going to be lending his voice to the show. That great. I was like, he had to be a pastor, right? Uh-huh. Yes, he sounds like a pastor. Maybe that's what it was. That's what it was. I told I told my mom. I said, did you hear the show where Kiki's granddad did that? I said, and it reminded me because I used to do an impersonation for my mom and grandmother of Billy Graham, and it's the first person I thought of. You know, do you have your Bibles open to par? He sees a sparrow fall. And so when I heard your dad's voice, that was my first that's thought. Exactly. I He's kind of got like a Billy Graham (laughs) voice. Well, all right. Hey, um, that's Doug Culpepper. He's Kiki's dad. And thanks for joining us after the show. And now we'll roll the extra. Thanks, Doug. You're welcome. My name is Jason Dias alongside Kiki Culpepper. And to God be the
1: glory. There ain't no practice runs in life.